Oh, okay. Sorry, I see what you're you saying. You can go head on, you know? Yeah. Okay, but if it comes to a point, though, you drink from the corner? Not in a square mug. That's just odd. It's unnatural. Yeah, that's fine. That's some fucking, like, Jeffrey Bezos shit that he does <laughs> to try to, like, you know, step up his game. Be more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I drink from the corner of the mug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, that laugh is incredible. You've been working on that. You've done it so many times, though. You can't, it's one, you know what? It's going to be one of those spontaneous skills. Like, if you ask like me it. to do it, it won't work. But if I do it for fun. He just posted our Discord channel. He's like, yo, flyest shoes ever. And then brackets, he put like, not even a joke. Like, I actually just bought these. Like, oh my fucking God. We told me he was ordering them and like, they came. He's like, yo, I got my Kermit shoes. Like, All right, bro. All right, bro. I think you might need some Flander Rizzes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I need a one up. I'm like, oh, you got the Kermits? I got, the, I got, I got the Air Flanders, baby. <laughs> How diddly ho to the resale value, pimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That's brilliant. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grooving. Oh, well, I'm grooving too, buddy. It's uh, <laughs> 3.14 p.m. here, Sunday, August 22nd, 2021. Welcome to episode 46 of the Fucking A Podcast. My name is Kirk Herbstreet, and this is my co-host, Booger McFarlane. How are y'all doing today? Why would you give me the worst commentator? Like, the you're, worst you're little booger commentator. mobile over there. You're I... that chair running around like your booger mobile. Okay. <laughs> I'm insulted by the, the inference. You get to be Kirk Herbstreet. You get to bring solid quality analysis and and you know thoughtful interpretations of of sports every and single you, week yeah, and, and i get, get what mobile and i get, get the booger mobile wow well okay uh, you know what i accept my place in my i accept my life thing. today i actually had it as me as booger mcfarland you as kirk herb street but then i realized that you'd be like hey you the ohio state guy to me so i had to kind of reclaim that so what are you but saying it, you're saying that the the issue is that i'm a finicky dick who wouldn't have liked either option I was given. 
Yes, actually, that is what I'm saying. It hurts, but I'll get over it as we go You'll along. I'll get over it. Well, you know, look, it's the 46 episodes. We're almost up to two full days of podcasting. That's kind of fucking wild, actually. It's yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Matt and I want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, you know, for more comedy goodness, more enjoyment, you know, distraction from distraction. the world Therapy. as it is. Uh, Canada, you know, we're going through we're going through an election season, which I mean, everybody knows is just here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we All go. All the things uh, we're gonna see and hear and read and just okay. Gotta, gotta love our options. Gotta love our options. I just gotta love the whole process. Trust the process. <laughs> well, we want our listeners to know. We want our listeners to know that whatever your politicians say, you can always rely on us for your comedy goodness every week. For for words that you can actually believe. So we're here politically debunking the authorities. Is that what you're telling me? No, our sheer existence as a podcast is is a debunking of the political system. Oh, man. Listen, have you, have, you read the, have, have you read the manifesto, bro? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know about? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Have you ever heard of the Anunnaki? <laughs> oh, no. But here we you, go again. Besides podcasting. The other form of entertainment that's always consistent in our lives is television. You can always rely on TV. But while I was streaming through, well, perusing through the streaming services of the world, I found this show, man. And I wanted to know your opinion on whether or not I should add this to my rotation. Okay. Give me the, give me the synopsis and then I give should. me the title. You want the synopsis first? Mm-hmm. I want yeah, to like okay. guess the title. Okay, well, the, you're, you might get it. You may have already heard of it. and Maybe some of our listeners have. So three women move to a tropical island where they're joined by 24 men. Twelve. Oh, Jesus Christ. My girlfriend loves this show. Wait, no, it's not Love Island. It can't be. There's 24. There's Continue not. then. Continue twelve then. self-proclaimed nice guys looking for love and 12 self-proclaimed F boys there to oh, compete my. for cold, hard cash. The women will navigate the dating pool together with the hope of finding a lasting love connection. Okay. By the finale, all will be revealed. Who is a nice guy? Who is a fuck boy? And who do the women ultimately choose? The fuck boys. F boy Island is a social experiment. It is fuck boy Island. eh? My brain was like, what is it? Fuck boy Island. And it literally is fuck. I knew that the title, the title was just given away basically in it. F-Boy Island is a social experiment that asks the age-old question, can F-Boys truly reform or do nice guys always finish last? This is like the most depressing-inducing show ever. Like, depression-inducing, excuse me. Like, there's going to be sad, like, oh, no, dog. I I don't even want to make a social commentary on that. No, please do. It's called Fuckboy Island? Yeah, go nuts. My, my girl already is watching Love Island, and that's that's too much for me. I laugh at it, and make fun of it because it's like, yo, we're here for love, but then the winner gets fifty grand. So like, obviously, you're gonna you're gonna try to like try to fuck. <laughs> I'm here for the love. I'm also also the cash. I'm here for the love and the cash. I'm here. Actually- I, well, I'm also here for the Instagram follow. I'm here for the love, the cash, and the Instagram followers. It works, bro. In that it's order. Good. You straight up get a job. You make it far in those shows. You end up on other shows. You end up with fucking whole Instagrammer influencer oh. like careers. Big Brother season, you know. Um, the guy of Western's ball team. I told you. 
Straight yeah, up, dude. It's a career path. Instant career thing. He was already doing like male modeling on the side. Boom, ramped him right up. Now he's like constantly, he's doing ads for Uber and shit on my timeline all the time. This was that like. Weren't we just talking about micro celebrity now? Like, you know, different levels of fame. Brand. That's right. That's right. That's Brand. what we're shooting for. For our listeners to know, that's what Matt and I are going for. We don't want to, we don't want to rule the world. Right. We're not like these. We're not like a politician. We're not hell bent on, on power. Yeah, we just, just we just want to carve out a nice little piece of the woods for ourselves. When I when I do acid and go on Twitch, I want 60 people to tune in and listen to my music. You know, like that's all I'm looking for. I'm just waiting for the day, man. I'll produce your we'll we'll, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. Oh, you gonna be my sound producer now. We'll get you out. <laughs> yeah, I'll just get you out. You're the person you're the talent and I'll I'll do the behind the scenes. You know, uh, it's like this show. Nice. I do all the work. You just show up and crack all the best jokes and then everybody loves you. Uh, thanks. That's a I show up. I show out. So the, I just have one question, though. Can fuckboy podcasters truly reform? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can. I think so. Really? I, I think. Wait. Is it is it the ideology of being a fuckboy podcaster or a literal fuckboy who's doing a podcast? Hmm. 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 Because if it's like fuckboy podcasting, of course you can perform, right? You can learn from your your mans manscaping ways, you know, okay. and, and, and your ad reading and your ad reading, you know, <laughs> technology, and you can try to, you know, go for the good content. Like that's a possible evolution okay. for sure, right? For sure. But on but the other like hand, boy who's doing a podcast, like I don't know, bro. Oh, you might have so one so the difference is whether the fuckboyism is is embedded in the podcast or embedded in the podcaster. Exactly. Is it a mentality oh. or is it a flow state? You know, like oh. what, what, <laughs> what happens when you fully reach your fuckboy flow state? <laughs> I, I can that. see space and time. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, your chariot awaits. Let me Where read am I some. Headed? Where am read, I headed? Let me read some advertising copy for you. What makes an icon iconic? when it follows only its own moral compass, when its design is shaped by its genuine capability, when its sense of adventure is unwavering, and when it's forever timeless, freshly modern, and ready for what's next. What am I talking about here? A donkey. <laughs> donkey? A donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Close. What's a modern day donkey? Uh, Toyota Corolla. I don't even it's, think they make those anymore. You're on the right track. You're on that track. Four Introducing teasers. a hot new collab. Mercedes-Benz has teamed up with the new Amazon Prime video remake of Cinderella starring Camilla Cabello. To make a literal chariot? Mercedes I, made it. I believe to imply, to imply that your Mercedes is your Cinderella chariot. Oh, it's the car. They're just advertising it as your chariot. Of yeah, course. It's yeah. Just like with Star Wars, you know, Taco Bell uses Star Wars to sell more what a chalupas let, and stuff. What a letdown, bro. You built me up. I'm expecting they had some collab with a horse company. And I was like, whoa, man, well, this like, is some brand fusion again. And I, I think we need I, I'm starting to think we're going to need like an air horn every time there's some sort of brand fusion, some sort of wah, wah, brand fusion. I'm at the combination KFC and Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like some Rick Ross style you're going for right there Actually, that's uh i think it's pizza hut and taco bell but it's an actual song oh okay. i can't remember, can't remember what the guy's name is i'm forgetting continue sorry it. now continue. i'm going to continue to read from their from their website here 
So Mercedes-Benz places innovation at the forefront. So we are showcasing the amazing talent behind Amazon Prime Video's Cinderella, who are breaking the mold and leaving their mark. Director, writer Kay Cannon, producer Shannon McIntosh, and star Camilla Cabello are inspirational women leading the charge and taking the future into their own hands. Now, are you ready for this finishing line? Hit me. It's not just about glass slippers. It's about shattering the glass ceiling. Oh, yes. my. Oh, yes. My. Oh, my God. Oh, hey, oh man. It's about oh. sl- it's about hydroplaning and slamming into the guardrail. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, dog, that's dog. I mean, come on. The, the creative writing skills there. I mean, get it, get it, get out of my fucking face with that bullshit. Shatter that glass ceiling, Amazon and Mercedes. Women, women, you can buy cars, too. You're also a consumer, right? Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly. this one's for you. <laughs> I don't think there's enough young women buying Mercedes. I think we need to team up with Cinderella to bring a new narrative to the car yeah, buying game. That's sexist, Mercedes. You got to sell the women. So you have to team up with a chariot Cinderella style. Come on. Yeah, what Prince? Come on. Wh- what's the guy in Cinderella? I can never remember. Is Prince Charming or is that? I think his name might actually be Prince Charming. I don't even know. Isn't or Prince is Charming Snow White? Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah. Snow White. I don't remember from. Like you trust Cinderella. a guy like you're. Oh, come on, ladies. We got to do better. Some guy comes up and goes, "Hi, I'm Prince Charming. I'm Dan Fantastic. <laughs> like nice fuck you, you are. Got to be more buy wary me. than that. You know. You're gonna try to buy me a drink and slip a fucking Rohypnol in there. Get the hell out of here. It's true. But wait, wasn't she already drugged? Oh, yeah. Yo, she would have then she would have been mixing and she would have been hella fucked up and she would have been down behind the dumpster. You know what I'm saying? Some Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> like <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh. What the hell is that <laughs> swimmer's name? <laughs> he was also accused of yeah, sexual exactly. assault. That's so why it's not, amazing. I'm actually going to let that <laughs> judges. They'll allow it. That one still yeah. works. But I mean, Mercedes and, and Amazon really coming together for the for the for the, you know, standing. Is this another one of those? Who are who do you what do you stand for? Amazon oh, Mercedes. Oh, bro. So I watched this. That's hilarious. You say, what do you stand for? So I watched this uh, show on Crave. Check it out. It's actually not bad. It's an HBO show called White Lotus. You seen that? No, no idea. OK, cool. So it's a single single season. Uh, they're coming out with a second, but it's basically premise be adult, uh, anthology wise. But the premise is it's just viewing guests that stay at a hotel called the white lotus and just like doing a story of their stay and their own like personal stories oh, so it's like another like room 104 sort of thing like not really it's more like it's a season long okay so it's oh, character okay. based it's character based like arc the whole story is just like look what happens to these characters on their week-long vacation and then they eventually go home um cool idea actually it's it actually it was it was really good but it was a little like over the top like comedic drama kind of shit so there'd be moments that you're like what the fuck kind of thing but anyway, there was the characters are really like archetypal, you know what I'm saying? And one of them is like a young, like college students, these two girls, the daughters, and they're very like woke. You know what I'm saying? Right. Meanwhile, they're doing ketamine and all this fucking shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, when she looks at the dad at one point and asks him, she goes, what do you stand for? And I, I was watching with Haley and I'm like, I know this is like making a comment on the character type of like the college girl. But like if someone straight up looked at me, and was like, what do you stand for? I'd be like. 
honest to fucking God, talk to me in 10 years, okay? Like, like you can just talk to me in 10 fucking years when you figure out how the world actually works. Oh, like, right now, even... right now, anything, anything goes. Anything goes. To, you don't, it doesn't have to be you know, all encompassing about your whole life. Matt, what do you stand for? Uh, I stand for getting drunk and eating chicken fingers over going to prison on a break and enter. That's what I stand for. Stay home. Stay home, people. Don't go out and commit crimes. So you stand for you stand for for self-care and taking nights at home. Yeah, I don't know. That was just the name of a trailer park boy episode. I just watched the other day and I laughed my ass off. It was the first thing that <laughs> popped into my head. You <laughs> can make note of that right there. You know, a little word association for that. <laughs> OK, OK. Hey, but you know what? You stand for something. I do. No, what do I actually stand for, though? Um, you don't have to tell anybody. Free trade and uh, <laughs> oh, really? uh, free health care as well. Both. Okay. Wow. So socialism. It's very but also capitalism. That's very brave of you. You know that? Mm -hmm. I'm a very... brave person. I'm a survivor. I'm going to make it. I'm going to work harder. Keep going. Okay. Well, look, hey, look, before the show, you and I were talking about sneakers, right? Mm -hmm. You were thinking about getting your Ned Flanders on. Yeah, my Ned Fl Air, Air Flanders. Air Flanders. <laughs> now, are you a sneaker head? Are you like a sneaker guy? Would you consider yourself to be one? <sighs> not a head. Definitely not. A, I, I like sneakers. I just got some LeBron witnesses. They're pretty fly. But other nice. than that, like I wouldn't say I'm a sneaker head. Like I'm not. OK, you know, you know, I'm not crazy with it. But what are how the sneaker you, heads up? How do you days? feel? How do you feel about the classic three stripe Adidas? You know, oh, the like the old school shell toes. I love them. I yeah. told you my buddy just got the Kermits and I was there like kind of defending them. So you get down, you get down with that classic, then, right? Eh? Absolutely. Could I interest you in this, then, perhaps? The new Lego Adidas Originals. Lego shoes. No, that sounds what are like you my imagining? worst nightmare. What are you thinking about right now? Stepping on individual pieces <laughs> under my soles of my feet. Okay. So you're not thinking about like a Lego themed sneaker, right? I know that's what it is, but that's what I'm. I'm thinking of just no. the pain when I hear Lego and shoe. This is a constructible Lego set that will build you an original three stripe Adidas shoe. This is, in fact, a shoe made out of Lego. Dude, Lego does everything now, bro. Everything. That's sick, though. Have you been More to the fusion. Lego store? Have you been to the Lego store recently? Yes, at all? Not recently, but I have been to okay, a Lego I, store before. I had to kill some time in the mall. I was waiting for my phone. I had like 40 minutes and I was like, you know, I'm going to go in the Lego store. Dude, they got Bugattis and shit now. Like in. Yes, bro. In okay. store, there's a Lego Bugatti model. There's a Coliseum that's so fucking big. You can't buy it there. You have to order it. And they, it's the only model I guess they didn't actually build in the store. They had to get it like shipped in and just displayed. Lego was on some shit. Bro. Are these the ones that like like unhappy men and marriages buy? <laughs> like oh, I'm gonna be down here for ten hours. Don't, I'm, I'm building the Coliseum. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> There's a super <laughs> dude. The Super Nintendo one is fucking fly. It has a cartridge that you can actually put in and close and shit, and like it pops down. Sorry, I got Super ask. Nintendo. Uh, regular Nintendo. Excuse me. Why? Because people want that shit. Why wouldn't know, you bro. just get a Nintendo? Because it's a display thing, right? Like, it's I want cool. a fake Lego brick version. of. Actually, the, you know what? The stuff I get down for are like buildings or like landscapes or something like like something that's like your feels like building, but like recreating a sneaker. What is that? It was like, that's pretty dope. Those did you get some new Adidas. No, I built a Lego Adidas shoe and I put it on my stand over there. That's got to be it's probably sold out, though, didn't it? I, that, I no yeah, idea. I bet, I bet you it did. I bet you it did. That's a shell toe, bro. That's that's iconic. Somebody, sneaker some sneakerhead, sneaker Lego, yeah, some sneaker YouTuber. 
it's like got it on his shelf in his like neon blue room like 100 we're breaking down the new yeezy ones today i said this to Haley. this is my thing with lego like i'm a 30 year old man i want to fucking build a big ass lego set but one i don't want to pay 200 for the big ones like are you suck my balls two I don't want to fucking keep that shit after like throw this like I don't need this. Yeah, you literally lying around. I mean, you're supposed to build something cool that you like and then like, I guess, keep it and like yeah, display it. I don't want to do that. I just want to build it. Like, that's the fun part. You don't want a giant like Tennessee Titans football field on your coffee table. for all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good on that. Matt, one. There's nowhere to put anything on this table because of your fucking football stadium. Shut up. I spent two weekends building it. Oh, man. Well, yo, yo, you see that uh, Shikari Richardson girl? See what happened with her? Uh, I She had a bad race, didn't she? Oh, did she ever? So Shikari, for anyone that doesn't know, Shikari Richardson is that uh, Nike sponsored athlete now, <laughs> kind of ironically. Uh, nice. She's the one that wasn't able to compete at the Olympics because she tested positive for marijuana because due to extenuating circumstances, found out her mother died when like from an interviewer reporter and then took an edible weed brownie ended up subsequently failing her drug test and wasn't able to compete at the Olympics. Now this turned into a giant hoo-ha of drug reform and this and that. And shouldn't she be allowed? Uh, well, I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to stop by for a second. Yeah. It doesn't really, I say y'all, whatever. Uh, anyway. I say y'all too, but a hoo-ha is a new one. I always, a hoo-ha, it sounds like something else. Well, anyway, so so this she wasn't allowed to compete in the Olympics, right? right. And yes, there's this whole thing of like, yo, like let that bitch go out. The perception is that she's this incredible athlete, right? That's gonna win medals and yada yada. Well, I hate to break it to everybody, but she finished ninth today in a qualifier with a time of eleven point one four, which, if you don't know, is like a second and a half behind. Which, in regards to sprinting, is like you got dusted. You got dusted. Yeah, that's that's like it's very not very good at all no like and i i was under the impression that she was a lot better of a racer so i see this and i'm like she oh. i think is i think is she that, yeah is i believe a- she is i think the whole point of the of the outrage was that she was supposed to go to the olympics like well, and actually compete in the olympics well the fucking jamaicans would have dusted her like probably i mean <laughs> yeah like that's the thing nobody knew no not a lot of people knew who she was but i i i mean have you seen the jamaican sprinting team they won incredible. every medal. That's what like, I'm saying. They that's I'm not being a racist. They won every fucking medal, like literally. No, that's literally <laughs> like that's I, I think. Yeah. But even still, I, I don't think the issue surrounding that was about like her being a medalist. And then people were like, well, why did it even matter? It was like, no, because she was supposed to be given the opportunity to go to the Olympic Games and compete, whether she finished third or 40th. It doesn't fucking matter. Like she she had earned a spot and was supposed to go. So like, yeah, people were like, oh, like her whole art, her whole thing is invalid because of that. I'm like, just because somebody's not the champion doesn't mean they don't matter. Right. Like no, they don't. No, no, no. Dusted. Re- dusted, <laughs> bro. <laughs> she got dusted. That's such an American. That's such an American mentality thing, though. Eh? That, like they're like, oh, well, who gives a shit? She couldn't even win. <laughs> it's like other countries. It's like some guy from Kazakhstan, like fights his whole life to like go to the Olympics and finish 38th and they like give him a parade when he comes home and they're like, you're, you're still so inspiring. And America's like, you fucking loser. Go smoke more weed, loser. We won fucking 40 medals on the second day. Your country won one in eight years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty Talk much. Talk to me later, dipshit. <laughs> How it goes. 
No, I just I literally thought that she was like a, a high class sprinter. Like I didn't realize that she was in the back of the pack. Uh, I don't know. Somebody can email the podcast and like give me a breakdown. FNEH yeah. podcast at gmail. Keep in mind, I'm an ignorant dude that does not follow world racing unless yeah, the Olympics I, are involved at all. I have not followed women's track and field. And then so it's been headlines. a long time. You know, it's been a bit a while to consult with somebody who knows what they're talking about. Who's the but, last who's the last great female track and field that you know of? Uh, mm-hmm. Probably the Jamaican one right now. Yeah. What are their names? Um, uh, Fra- Shelly Frazier. Something. She's got a high. They all have hyphenated last names. I think like, they all have like the double last names. Oh, you're doing better than me. Um, single fucking one. <laughs> I actually can't remember her name right now, but that's currently memory is not functioning at full capacity. But <laughs> so don't don't Shelly and Shelly and Frazier, I think, is her name. That oh, sounds that sounds right. Actually, I think that's right. I think I got one thing. Judges. No, I know swimmers. I just I don't know the sprinters for some reason. You but don't anyway. know swimmers. Fuck off. Uh, what don't the hell is Penny that? Oleksiak and then be like, oh, I know her. She's in every commercial. That doesn't count. What's that American swimmer lady's name? Kate fucking she's bomb. <laughs> I yeah, I think you, I think you're right. I think her name is Katie. So are you Googling it? That's not fair. You cheater. Katie Ledecky. I Ledecky, knew that. That's the one. I yeah, knew that. Yeah. I just well couldn't done. think of it. Well done. This has been our Olympic corner segment. Okay, let's let's put it back down to like youth sport level, all right? Or like young adult level. So down in uh, Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. Okay. We have a ref we have a referee who's been arrested after allegedly firing a gun during a soccer game after giving a player a red card. <laughs> I'm gonna need tell me there's details. Uh, the details aren't even that great, which sucks. It's like oh, so an adult soccer referee is facing complaints for shooting a gun in the direction of fans and a soccer player after an argument over a red card. Now, quote unquote here, the incident started to escalate, got kind of heated, and I believe there was some pushing and shoving. So after What's the scuffle, the, what kind of witness statement is this? I know, right? Weak as fuck. Thanks, AP News. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> after the scuffle of the red card, the referee is seen on video running off the field toward his maroon Nissan pickup truck. <laughs> Seconds later, Bazith can be seen emerging with a gun in his hand. <sighs> According to the police report, this is a police report now. Okay. Uh, red card player. Yeah, I hope so. Saw Davey work the action of the gun, point the gun in the direction of him and other spectators and players near the playing field and fire one round from the pistol. Then the guy sped off in his pickup truck, but was quickly pulled over and arrested. Uh, so he like threw this guy out and then people were like, but bad call ref. And he was like, you think this is Literally. a bad call? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'll show you a bad call, motherfucker. So he fired at them or like fired in the air to be like, fucking warning it sounds shots. like in their direction so i don't know if he just fired in the dirt around them kind of shit and then realized like, like imagine your kid's soccer game and you'll look what kind of call is that Yo, i think some canadian hockey parents probably need that shit though oh that's Fuck yeah it. i mean we crack these jokes being lazy like, oh it's in america everybody's got guns but it's like in canada you get like literally fist pummeled to death in a parking lot by some like middle-aged guy named gordon because you called the fucking hooking penalty. In the <laughs> I know a hockey man named Gordon. Yo. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> All my hopes and dreams are on this kid. All of them. Yeah, like, yo, I've, I've definitely heard some hockey parents screaming and swearing until people are going to fucking kill them. I can't just keep building Lego stadiums in the basement all day. I need more meaning than this. I need my oh, six-year-old fuck. son to give me more meaning in his peewee hockey games. Yo, sports parents get fucking get fucking rowdy up here. Rowdy. Man. Rowdy. Very rowdy. Like it's it's you ever you ever piss one off? 
Have I pissed one? I I I coached a little bit, and I had a little back oh, and forth. God. Oh God! Oh God! I accent this is this is me just being an asshole, totally sell myself out here. But okay. we uh, we were in the, the crowd. Best stories. The yeah, best we, stories. we were in the crowd, right? Me and my buddy. I won't give any names here. Me and my buddy are in the crowd watching our high school hockey game, and the goalie was less than ideal. So our team ended up uh, going to loss out of the gold medal, which is like the our like regions, like yeah, yeah. you know, high, so they we high school board regional yeah. fucking. So we had a we had a good fucking team, but our goalie was trash. Like in house league was like the shit goalie. We just literally didn't have a goalie that went to our school that played <laughs> at this age anymore. The guy had graduated. Our other good goalie. So this guy's fucking terrible, right? And like we're in the crowd, like you, like you fucking suck, bro. Like screw it, you are ass stuck. Oh Yo, no. Yeah, it turns out we were literally sitting in front of his dad. His dad was there by himself. And he says down to my buddy, thinks my buddy fucking is screaming. He's like, what the fuck are you saying? And I'm just like, I'm not saying a word, bro. <laughs> so he starts screaming at my buddy, being like, you talk shit about my son. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not going to be like, no, it was me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning a lot about you, eh? Well, he actually literally lost them the loss of gold medal, like literally lost them the game, uh, came out to skate to play a puck that was like 30 feet out of the net and fell down. And the other <laughs> oh, time, no. not, and I'm not even kidding, dude. And the that other guy just picked up the puck and dumped it into the net. Yeah, he's yeah, he, he relives that moment every night. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's probably scars that man goes to psychotherapy and they're like, just imagine making the play on the puck getting through that moment like no instead he hits his meth pipe and just fucking devolves into darkness uh, <laughs> all right so i was watching the rams chargers game last weekend football's back a couple football bros thank god yeah. thank god oh. thank god More football right now what's up oh wow well rep rep, rep it. Anyway, city but anyway. i'm watching that game you know boring as all god fucking hell is preseason football just the worst. I mean, fans act like they're watching it, but I mean, it is is just awful at times to watch preseason NFL football. But anyway, the day after the game, I see on Twitter that there was this big fight in the stands. That happened. Oh yeah, dude, that was a so, brawl. Yeah, so there's this brawl going on, and 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 for our listeners, very likely have not seen this clip. That basically what happened is sort of like a row of fans and a one guy behind them who seemed who was like, if you've seen this video, buddy, like this guy is like gorilla hulking. Like literally, <laughs> literally has his shoulders rolled forward and is flexing like, like, oh, 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 like, like literally animalistic, like, yeah, primal animal human shit. And this whole rule well, of dudes are just kind of chirping him back. And he kind of turns away. And I don't know if you saw this, this woman, a couple rows further down, like picks up uh, like a big thing of Coke and just like, <laughs> like a Kareem Skyhook, just like goes, mortars Whoop. it. <laughs> yeah, hits the fucking hulking gorilla dude in the head from behind. So this guy's what he's, his thought is: these guys I was just jawing with start just just dumped a coke Smash on my head. In, yeah, literally sure. turns around, starts throwing haymakers, just like dude, like 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 uh, final boss level, like just trying to hit all four of these guys at once with a punch each, just like oh my god, Larry Curly and mowing them, just like across their faces. Anyway, these guys, these guys, of course, are like, what the fuck are you like? That wasn't us. But they just end up beating the shit out of this guy like five on one. And the guy got like badly fucked up anyway. So the, the whole point was they the stadium banned all these people. 
and fans on social media found the woman who threw the Coca-Cola, literally like found her Instagram page and found her and her husband and were like, yo, this is the girl who started the fight and then like got in on some of the ass kicking too herself. So they like found her. So they're going to ban them from the stadium. But I read this interesting article I want to bring up with you here since we were talking sports, which is how the fuck do you ban a person from a stadium? Because we've been hearing it our whole lives, right? People run on the field, they get arrested. They're like banned from a stadium for life. How do you get banned? Because you thing. don't have to buy You don't need an ID to buy tickets. You don't get ID'd at the gate. You can wear a fucking hat and glasses or a wig. Who's who's going to know? Because the, there's the guy, no ID. The guys, at, the guys that like dive bars and shit that get banned, the bouncers know who they are. and The bartenders know yeah. who they are. So it's like, if I see you, like you're out. But it's stadiums, a room of 30 people, not 58,000 people. Exactly. Just go to a different gate and fucking. But if you get caught, I think apparently the, the penalty is huge, right? Is that is that is that him up there? Third, 40, 48 rows deck, up, 40 rows <laughs> right in the middle. Tell me that's him. Yeah, it's him. He's wearing a blonde wig and sunglasses. So one of the ideas and, uh, you know, enter, entertaining one of the you know, future police states favorite things is the idea of using facial recognition software so <sighs> that now we can finally enforce lifetime bans by identifying everybody who comes into the game. Some minority well, report shit. What bro. were you saying before about how was this before the show we were talking? You said they use they use an excuse to justify further stuff. Oh, we have to stop people from you know banned fans. So we're gonna scan eighty five thousand of you because we're looking for maybe one person in there. So we're just gonna scan all of you because we don't want people getting back in. By the way, again. if you notice on the fine printing your tickets there. By purchasing and accepting this ticket, you've consented to us selling your information, your data, your face, blah, 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 blah. Also, it's one fan per game in the stadium, one fan randomly selected gets a finger shoved up their asshole by one of our security staff. Just one, once a game, but when you bought your ticket, you consented to that. <gasps> okay, if let's say, let's, you're being an oh, asshole, but like, oh, let's God. say that's a real thing. Let's say that's a real thing. Do you think people still go to sports games? Absolutely. Well, wait, 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 wait. What do they get in exchange? Because this Nothing. is not you a. You just get a finger up the ass. Like, that's. <laughs> oh, it. this is just a new rule. Like... Yeah, it's a new rule. One of you randomly will be selected and you have to do it. And if you don't, you're banned for because life. Because it's possible to shove a grenade up your ass or put a bomb up your ass and then commit an act of terrorism. We now will have one random butthole search per event, <laughs> always. And you can send when you enter. So would I still go? Yeah. If, if, if the difference, like everything in life is either you consent or you can't participate in anything at all ever, because this is your only option. Like, what if they, what if they find a guy who's smuggling hot dogs in his ass because he doesn't want to pay the absorbent price, the ex extreme crazy price of a hot dog in there? I don't, I mean, that's oh, prob no, probably the easiest thing to both insert and then have to get rid of afterwards, I'd imagine. Oh, no. You found my seven Nathan's hot dogs. Oh, oh seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Chestnut. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, from this, I, I was reading this article about the facial recognition. So I have, I have uh, a couple pieces here, which is apparently it's already being used in Madison Square Garden. So New Yorkers, all those New York fans who won one playoff game this year. And wait, it's like, already being used. MSG already uses it. Oh, dude, facial recognition is already being used everywhere because there's no law saying you can't. So Sean Moore, CEO of facial recognition software company Trueface, has this to say about the matter of using it in sports stadiums. Quote, the old way of doing things was 
you give that picture to the security staff and you say, don't let this person back in. It's really not realistic. I mean, obviously. So, so the new way of doing it is if we do have entry level, entry level cameras, we can run that person against everyone that comes in. And if it's a hit, you know, then, and then there's a notification to engage with that individual. So if we just scan everybody coming in, we can stop that one person who might show up to another game after he ran buck naked on the field that one time. I'm just shaking my head because we wouldn't, we wouldn't want him to streak again because I mean, if you streak once you're in the system there. And if you happen to show up and streak again and get caught again and get arrested again, yeah, you're going to jail probably. This is why we need technologically literate people in positions of power in the government. Like, amen. You don't need to be like, Hey, fuck man, this election season, who better to cast your vote for than a couple of tech savvy podcasting bros? Oh yeah. I'm running for sure. The fucking a party. Fucking a we're it's, it's Canadian sounding. It's just a part. We're going to be like the rhino party. <clears throat> the rhino shit. party. Oh, was it just, I, it was just the rhinoceros party. Is that, I think it was something back in the early nineties in Canada. It was like some people just like made a party. Isn't like, there up? in Britain, there's like Lord Buckethead or something. Who's like, probably. A, it's like he Probably. literally dresses like a Darth with like a trash can on his head. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, dog. I would not be surprised <laughs> if he can run as an independent. There's definitely think, some people doing. Some I think like that's that. what he does, because, you know, in Britain, like there can be like 100 fucking parties and all that. Right. So now this is a lot of fun we're having with this idea. Right. But so like a lot of modern technology, facial recognition software can offer unprecedented convenience, but raises privacy concerns. The potential benefits are vast. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that. that. (laughs) Imagine walking into an arena without a ticket because the camera knows who you are. Oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. Have you ever been burdened with having to carry a small piece of paper around with you? Guess what? You don't have to anymore. It's on your phone that you already have fucking glued to your body anyway. Can we can we just do like an infomercial version of that? Like. today on new products are you burdened having to carry a ticket everywhere or even struggle with having it on your phone well how about you give up your rights and we'll just make that go away how about you submit to a complete police state just so you don't have to carry your ticket around anymore bunch of old white people clapping like yeah that's not so good uh, dude, I remember being like 10 years old and watching Minority Report. And when he goes to the gap and it like scans his eyes and like it says everything. I oh, remember sorry, being let me, like, let me continue the article for you then. Since since you mentioned when you go to buy a sandwich and a beer, oh, no. you don't need to pull out your credit card. Whoa! I mean, now we're talking. The camera recognizes you and charges your account. Moore calls it, quote, one seamless identity. Oh, no, dude. Fucking a one seamless identity. You and me, Matt and Dan, fucking a one seamless podcast. Dog, that's the brand fusion. I no bueno, no bueno, (laughs) no bueno. That's not a bad man. That's a bad man. I don't like that. One more uh, one more quote from Mr. Moore, who's got nothing but good things to say about this idea. Quote, it's important here to note that let's say that I was not on that banned list and I was walking through. Let's just say he's given us a hypothetical, painting us a picture, if you will. It's just a regular ticketed customer. It would not be storing any information on me at all. Yeah. Okay. 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 (laughs) I'm not falling for that one again. (laughs) 
every time, bro. Same shit. You don't believe us? You must be a pedophile or you must be a criminal. Trueface would never come to the table with a database of people that the stadium could use. Mm, are you sure? Unless they maybe back up a dumb truck of money to your house. Hey, can we use that data with the camera faces? Thanks. Beep, beep, beep. Here's like a giant pile of money if you let us do it. On some Jalen Ramsey shit. Yeah. I'm never going to do it. Believe me. I promise. And yet every single fucking time, what happens? Your data is monetized. Your information is sold. And then I get one step closer to actually becoming those conspiracy theorists that I make fun of. It's it's inevitable, dog. Such is the circle of life. We're we're realistic. Let's think about conspiracy theories that I always find funny. There's enough actual stuff all the time that actually happens that's like tangible and proven and you can see in the real world and you don't need some crackpot to explain to you that you could be upset about. But people are like, do you know the world is actually a flat surface and they're fucking lying to us all the time about that? Like, did you know you can fly to Australia in both directions, which implies it's a fucking sphere? Oh, basic shit, dog. Dude, they've disproved it with a stick, bro. A stick in the sun. Like just, a, thousands of years ago. Yeah. In <laughs> Some guy just put a stick in the ground and was like, what? Do you know this thing's curved? Like, no, it's flat. Like, no, like, look, it actually has to be curved. Uh, oh, boy. That's but you know blood, what? That's blood the pressure thing, rising. Though, right? And it, it's funny because the average person, obviously, is is smart enough to listen. But then you realize that the population numbers are so big that it's just a numbers game. You're going to have millions of people who are just absolute idiots just and believe, believe some dumb shit like that. And here's a good example of that. So now in the F- the FDA actually had to put out a statement about this, t- talking to Americans and trusting them, telling them to stop taking drugs meant for livestock as a oh, COVID-19 COVID remedy. fucking cure. Oh, yes, fuck. sir. Oh, they actually God. had to put out a quote that said, you are not a cow. <laughs> you are not a horse. You are not a cow. This is a literal FDA tweet. You are not a horse. You are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. Matt and I would like to remind our listeners very quickly. You are not a horse. You are not a cow. You are a beautiful individual person who shows up every week to listen to this podcast. Am I getting them with the like targeted dream like stuff like the now you got to make a sound. And every night you gotta go better. Fucking a podcast. Fucking a podcast. Exactly. Fucking a podcast. Now, so this, uh, so this drug is called ivermectin. Okay, so it's often used in the U.S. to treat or prevent parasites in animals. It's a dewormer. It's a dewormer. It is a fucking dewormer, bro. Now, uh, the the FDA also states that uh, they've received multiple reports of patients who have required medical support and been hospitalized after self-medicating with ivermectin intended for horses. So this is obviously similar to like last time Trump came out and was talking about, you know, yeah, hydro bleach and oxychloroquine. Stuff and- yep. Yeah. Being an alternative uh, treatment here for COVID. But the Brazilian president, Jair Bolsonaro, how the hell do you say his name? Jair, Jair Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. Jair Bolsonaro has publicly endorsed the ivermectin horse. <laughs> parasite drug. Of course he has. So this guy does anything. This guy will literally <laughs> do anything for money. Someone was probably like, hey, I'll give you a million bucks if you say this. There's probably some like 
investment group that has some holdings in heart dewormer meds or some company and they're like just just say it works and like we'll pay you money because we'll make like a billion dollars off like the later you can retract it it's no big fucking deal no no him the brazilian guy later he's just like oh what you took it and you died what's tough shit sucks for you (laughs) (laughs) oh i told you to do that and you did it and you died oh well whose fault was that idiot uh good old jagger (laughs) oh man I mean, heart. Let's just use it. Someone told me to take horse dewormer. Yeah, fucking straight up. Just, yo, dewormer. I said, yes. I said, yes. Dog, dewormer doesn't do anything for viral infections. Like, people are just fucking dumb, bro. The, 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 the scientific illiteracy and the fear of like actually just picking them up. It's not even science. That's just, that's just like your, your brain. Like, Oh, I have a I have a, an airborne transmittable fucking respiratory disease. Well, you know, it's good for that horse dewormer. <laughs> really? <laughs> Interesting. It kills like, parasites you know. in your body, just like, you know, COVID's a parasite in you. you know, like- I just I just go to my doctor and find out I have celiac disease two weekends, two weeks ago. Right. You know, I sit down with my doctor and I ask him, hey, doc, what's good for this? What treats this? And he goes, you know, what's great for celiac scrubbing bubbles. Really? Yeah, eat it on a sandwich. Eat it on a oh. nice bread sandwich. Because you drink the scrubbing bubbles, and you it it'll it'll scrub the bub the inside of your intestines all the way through, right? And then you'll have a clean intestine, and you're you'll be healed. You'll be good again. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Wow. Just wash wash it down with some bleach. You know, you can clean those dirty those dirty yeah. bile colored stomach acid you keep spitting up. You want to turn that a nice white? Just some bleach, straighten <laughs> you right up. You'll be good to go. You'll be good as new. <laughs> Oh, fuck. fuck yeah fuck <laughs> fuck dude hey, can i can i bring back the mood a little bit for you yes please <laughs> all right let's try i'm gonna try i'm gonna try so australian prime minister scott morrison would like the world to know that he did in fact not shit his pants at a mcdonald's after <laughs> attending a rugby match in 1997 <laughs> dude this is why I can never run for fucking politics because, like, I'd be so sideswiped by a story one day if I'm just up there. They break up a story when you're drinking when you're 19. But continue. The Prime Minister's <laughs> alleged pants shitting incident became a meme in 2019. <laughs> and street artists have had a field day, even putting up a commemorative plaque at the McDonald's location in Engadine, New South Wales, where it supposedly happened. And I will read you the little plaque. It was at this spot in the evening of the 20th of September, 1997, that Scott Morrison defecated in his pants after the Cronulla Sharks lost the Super League grand final to the Brisbane Broncos 26 to 8. All all that plaque needs to say is people don't forget. People (laughs) people don't forget. People don't forget. (laughs) The prime minister told an Australian radio show radio show a few Thursdays ago that he never soiled himself at a McDonald's quote. Can I, (laughs) can I clear one thing up? Morrison asked the host before referring to the incident as a quote, the biggest urban myth ever. The Macca's thing he asked, which a learning moment for us here. And I would call McDonald's. They call it Macca's there. Macca's Macca's. We call it scrawny Ronnie's rotten Ronnie's (laughs) scrawny Ronnie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody calls it scrawny. Ronnie's. I think the com- commonly here in Canada, we call it McDicks. McDicks. It's always McDicks. McDicks. <laughs> I didn't know they call it Maccas. Hey, cultures, we're all the same. Hey, eh? we just we're just doing it a little differently. 
after he said the Marcus thing, the other host said that you pooped your pants at an Edgerton <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> this is the prime minister of a major economic power. <laughs> uh, apparently, the rumor started on Twitter and specifically indicated the location and the date of which he shit his pants, which it seems to be what gives it credibility because people just can't imagine that it was made up with that sort of specific detail serious no, no, no. politics on august 17th 1989 this guy shit himself in this exact location <laughs> how do you how would you remember the date though like think of that if you and your buddies back in college someone shit themselves you'd know be like because it was on the date of a big of a big rugby match so i guess they were probably like oh, i remember we went to the game we were fucking drunk fucking scotty <laughs> shit his pants in the mcdicks you remember that <laughs> Yo, dude. one day, one day when you're when when this podcast is massive and you're famous, some guy's going to come up and be like, I remember Maddie. I remember when Maddie shit his pants at the Ikea, <laughs> the Oshawa Mall or something like that. Yo, it's not a true story. Nope. Oh, shit. That's but uh, if I gave a date and a location specific enough, people would believe it. It's the reality, though, of, of you know, people becoming politicians now and shit, especially with like now you wouldn't be able to deny it. They'll be like, no, dude, like we have a four minute video of you rolling on the ground, like <laughs> wiping yeah, 20 years when the kids from this generation go to run for office. Like, oh. here, great example. We were at the very beginning of that. Remember that time we went to Seeps and there was that table where no one was there. We were confused and we went to go over to it. And there was this person <laughs> face down in his own vomit. <laughs> that is still that is still, I think, the worst. Like the example of like in call in the jungle that is going to college, the kind of person you can end up in a social group is you're the guy that if you threw up all over the table at the bar, your friends would just leave you. Nobody just, helps this guy. They're just like, nope. Fuck like this. whoever was with him just all got up and were like, nope. Like, bye. Fucking oh, there brutal, he is getting dude. he's getting dragged out by the bouncers covered in his own vomit. And know this, outside. buddy, if I ever stumbled upon you face down in your own vomit in the bar, I'm taking you home. Thank you. I would do. The I got same I you. got you. I got you. It's podcaster solidarity right there, man. We set an example for the world to follow. Which is, which is why we so why we ask our listeners to put their trust in us. Don't trust me. <laughs> I'll spend all your money at the casino. All of it? All of it. Every cent. I have a problem. Actually, no. I'll, I'll give you an example. I'm going to dime out my buddy here. So my buddy comes over two days ago. All right? We got a bunch of food because okay. we had a barbecue yesterday, uh, like a family barbecue. So we bought some watermelon, um, some other shit. But anyway... We normally buy a whole watermelon, but we don't end up eating the whole thing. Long story short, we ended up splurging a little bit. We bought like the packaged pre-cut up fucking watermelon shit because we said, fuck it. We don't need a lot. Best watermelon I've had in fucking ages, dog. Like long sticks, really good. And my buddy goes, yo, can I have some of that? Sure, bro. Well, have as much as you want. Now, you got to be careful when you say have as much as you want. Because the next morning, I fucking checked the box. And there was two sticks of watermelon left. This guy ate fucking like half watermelon. It was like, and they, listen, had the audacity to tell me I left you some. <laughs> Technically correct. So, yeah, uh, my girl was like, looked at me and looked back at the box. I was like, listen, I'm not going to say anything to him, but what the fuck? <laughs> they probably had to piss all day. They were eat that much watermelon. It's like, it's like, Eating and also drinking like 40 glasses of water. Yeah, dude, it's just pure water. It's like 0%, 0.5% fruit. Oh, is that why they call it that? 
Whoa. Whoa, whoa. I was today years old when I found that out. I was today years old when I found out Michael B. Jordan played Wallace in The Wire. (laughs) No, I swear, dog. I think we watched that shit. I think in college you knew that. That just just fell out of the filing cabinet, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think. Sorry, this is a little bit uh, too inside of a joke there. You can. Sorry, peoples. Matt, I'm just Matt was not aware that that a character that Michael B. Jordan, world world renowned actor now was was once a much younger actor who played a character in The Wire that show that, which he loves and is rewatching currently. OK, this one, I got a story for you and we're going to try to deal with this one here. This is this is a little heavier. I want to bring you down to end this, but put me to kill me and yeah. the show. Oh, well, somebody gets killed. A California surfing school owner was charged Wednesday with killing his two young children with a spear gun oh, in guy. Mexico because he believed they would become monsters. You've already read this. Serpents. You didn't hear about yeah, this one dog, already? I came across this and I, I yeah, dog, I, I, Matthew Taylor Coleman, 40 of Santa Barbara, is facing federal charges of foreign murder of U.S. nationals. The U.S. attorney's office said in a statement, Coleman confessed to the FBI during an interview that he took his two year old son and 10 month old daughter to Rosarito, Mexico, where he shot them both with a spear fishing gun into their chest, according to an Christ. affidavit. Coleman and the children checked into a Rosarito hotel on the Saturday, but video footage footage showed them leaving before dawn on Monday. Mexican authorities said the man returned alone later that morning and then left the hotel for good. Coleman was detained at the border checkpoint where during an interview with an FBI agent, he said, quote, he explained that he was enlightened by QAnon and the Illuminati conspiracy theories that was received and was receiving visions and signs revealing to him that his wife possessed serpent DNA and had passed it on to the children. Oh, boy. This dude got so deep into QAnon and and obviously has a mental health issue, like obviously. But dude, uh, point blank, this guy spearfish harpooned his kids in the chest and left them in a ditch. Like because they were lizard people. They were developing lizard people. They they weren't even lizard people yet. They were going to be going to be lizard people. Whoa, man. Oh, oh, it's it's just harmless Internet stuff. Really? It's just, you know, it's no big deal. But the issue no is big like, deal. you get people with mental health problems that get a hold of it. Right. Exactly. So that's that becomes a, a different argument because exactly like, why the peddling of that shit is supposed to be severely frowned upon, because, yes, 99 percent of people do nothing and are just wackos. And then one person spearfish fishes his family it's a little dicey mm, i feel you but then the same argument can be made about that spearfish itself the spearfish gun like yo man listen this is for shooting well one crazy motherfucker is gonna grab this spearfish gun and shoot his family yeah same so argument there, sh- there should be not humans should live entirely in padded Bubbles. foam cells yes, yeah absolutely and, and never interact we just need matrix just to sign me up yeah, we just need to plug it in bro jack me in uh. you tell me glade glade has had it right since day one Oh, dude, I just thought of a great fucking crossover. You could have like a vamp, uh, a smelly, like bum fucking like villain movie where they're like, instead of zombies, you have bums. And then it's you have a guy that plays Wesley Snipes as Glade and he just kills them all. (laughs) It's like Febreze cannons. Yeah, dude, he could have Febreze cannons. He could have like a Swiffer wand that's like dusted with fucking Glade powder. You know what I'm saying? This is like the uppity <laughs> white person's like dream movie. Like, it's like non-offensive. Yeah, it's just like it's totally PC. You know, Glade. 
god. No, you know that you know, you know straight up, you know, Blades being remade. Uh, why? With, with, with Mahir, Michael B. Jordan? No, with Mahir. How, how, how do you say that guy's name? It's like Mahir. Allah, the guy that's in fucking um, Moonlight, and he's also in he's also in uh, True Crime or True Detective. Sorry. Uh, oh, um, um, Mahir. Uh, what the hell is his last name? You've been Googling shit all day. Go on. Why don't you figure it out? What the fuck is his name? My hero. This is a quick interlude while Matt Googles an actor's name who is currently in the process of butchering. I Has this know. ever happened to you? Can you not remember an actor's name while you're live on your podcast? Yeah, all the fuck. Well, if time. you allow Google to read your brainwaves, it'll be able to give you the answer before you're even ready to search it. His name is Mahir Shala Ali. There you go. Yes. Mahir He's going to be played, Ali. huh? Yeah, I can gonna, see that. Yeah, they're rebooting it, and I'm fucking hyped as shit, bro. There's nothing you get more hyped for than a remake of something you liked when you were younger. A hundred percent. That is so. True. Diablo just came out again. <laughs> Fuck <yeah. laughs> Nostalgia, well, bro. Yeah, but no, for real. Like, I hey, hold on. I I say that while I'm I'm playing an eight year old Grand Theft Auto game, which is. And didn't you just spend a month of your life playing Mass Effect, the trilogy remade, the trilogy and. Mass Effect Andromeda, which is a good game that doesn't deserve the hate it gets. I don't know why I put it off for so long. Anyways, I have uh, a little blurb from a New York Times article for you about an eyewear store in New York City where they were aiming to reach a vaccination rate of 90% amongst their employees. Okay. You know, that's a that's a tough goal, especially more than one out of 10 people are hesitant. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So absolutely. So the whole article is talking about the struggles. Blah, 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 blah. You know, the kind of stories of convincing people and, you know, things they had heard on Facebook that they had to, you know, like, oh, I read this. I don't want to. And all that, you know, it's a long article. It's not remarkable in any way in that sense, except for this one little blurb that I wanted to read to you because I thought it was fun. And this is in regards to a person who was a bit hesitant of getting the, the vaccine and all that stuff. So from the article, one employee said that she was concerned because she thought a vaccine had caused the characters in the film I Am Legend to turn into zombies. People opposed to vaccines have circulated that claim about the movie's plot widely on social media. But the plague that turned people into zombies in the movie was caused by a genetically reprogrammed virus and not by a vaccine. I saw it in a Will Smith movie. People's stupidity knows no bounds. (laughs) First of all, they're too dumb to realize that that's actually a fucking it's is a novel that came out years ago. <laughs> like the movie's I, like 15 years old. I mean, like <laughs> not new. Bro. They didn't release that in 2019 and they're like, "Whoa, now there's a virus in the real world." Like the disconnect, <sighs> the inability for people to just like process any information or do any sort of critical thinking. Oh, there was a virus in a movie. Therefore, I shouldn't get a vaccine is the word. Like you can be vaccine hesitant and have a legitimate argument. But I saw a movie with Will Smith and they had monsters that had a vaccine. Therefore, I'm not getting it. It's like word association. Like literally people don't actually have the real information. They're just like movie uh, plague vaccine. Like, well, there was the the stuff above the the word vaccine and then the word plague is it's all word salads. It's like the, from the Cinderella Mercedes ads, just the word salads and advertising, word salads and movies, word salads on the Internet and people's brains just. That's basically that's this podcast, right? It's just word salad in a blender. <laughs> <This is> a <laughs> little bit of astral projection, a little bit of shit talking. We're good to go. If I can find a way to make that a T-shirt, it's coming your way. Immediately. Word salad. No, me, word no, salad me. In a- 
Fucking a word salad in a blender. Oh, I can I can live with that. What do you got? You got well, anything? We got a little time for yeah, maybe one so or two more here. One, one more Q and on thing here. Now this was a Vice okay. article. Now this one was pretty long, but to be quite honest, the details aren't aren't the aren't the most important here. This is a more of a conceptual thing that I think we need to talk about here. Now, okay, keeping it in the Q and on world, we got a Parkland shooting survivor whose dad is a hardcore Q and on and doesn't think his son actually was involved in the school shooting oh, as a victim. Whoa, and it's tearing their family whoa. apart. Now, this was a vice. No article, shit. Yeah. It's tearing <laughs> their family apart. Oh, so I guess he was part of the final graduating class of the survivors of the 2018 shooting. Uh, and they all had just marked their third anniversary of the day uh, that 17 people were killed, nine of whom were Bill's classmates. Now, they never give this kid's full name. Parkland, the one Bill. was Parkland, the one where all the kids from it ended up becoming like starting that whole movement and all that stuff. I, I believe so. Yes. Yes. Was a Florida the fact that we have to have that conversation. I, literally what I was just thinking was I actually can't recall exactly which one yeah. this is. But yeah, that's that's it. You're exactly okay. right. Sandy Hook was the younger elementary one. Right. Oh, God. But anyway, so now Bill, quote unquote, Bill here, uh, he also had to deal with his father's daily accusations that the shooting was a hoax and that the shooter and Bill and all of his classmates were paid pawns in a grand conspiracy orchestrated by shadowy you, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> you, Dad, somebody just murdered a bunch of my classmates. Who paid you to say that, son? Dude, here's a quote. He'll say stuff like this straight to my face whenever he's drinking. You're a real piece of work to be able to sit here and act like nothing ever happened be, if it wasn't this a guy. Beat Shame on you. Dad. Shame be on you for being a part of it and putting your family through it, no. too. No, now, this kid, this kid needs to beat his dad up. This kid needs to, like, get a couple of friends and just beat the shit out of their dad. <laughs> like, catch him when he's drinking and he's a little sloppy one day. Just come into the kitchen while he's, like, sitting at the kitchen table and just grab him by the back of the head and, and, and just slam his head off the table, like, 40 times. Like, you need to beat up your dad. Fucking you need, to beat, you need to beat up your dad. <laughs> It's sad, too, because I read later in the article where it's like when the shooting initially happened, like his dad would like almost bend over backwards to help him in regards to like not re-traumatizing him, like avoiding saying certain things or like wearing. Oh, he didn't want him to wear a maroon T-shirt because the shooter had a maroon shirt, I guess. And so, it like, so he just what? 180 went on to down the, the spiral. Exactly. Went on okay. to the Internet, obviously, and found out how about it was fake and then told his son to his face that you're a fucking lying piece of shit. Meanwhile, this kid survived a school shooting. Whoa. and his friends are dead like whoa like if you if i can't convince you who can i convince right the like, mental the mental like dissociation that's involved in that to be able to be like no i'm gonna believe the internet not my son who's like that i literally so fucking saw it fucking the the capability of it is like this is a mistake like we, we never this is like what i I was reading this thing once that said there's like the they call them like great like like filters, right? Mm -hmm. Like filters of civilization that if you cross certain barriers, you always are at risk of the effects of that barrier ruining your society. The Internet is 100 percent one of those, isn't it? Absolutely. That we're like 20 years into having this like we're all connected. We're all into each other all the time thing. And we're like complete. We're way off the fucking rails already. Absolutely. Like, no, this is going to work great. It's going to be just great. Like. Dad, I almost died. You fucking liar. I can't believe you'd have the balls to sit me in the face and look me and tell me that didn't happen. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, dad. Yeah, yeah I guess beat the, up the, your dad beat him up. It, it all came out on a, a Reddit post of the kid uh, posting to like one of like the QAnon, like people like dealing with their QAnon family members kind of subreddits. Oh. And then it got picked up and Vice wrote an article about it. Yeah. Fucking wild, man. Wow. Fucking wild, bro. Wow. 
that's fucking kid. brutal poor kid yeah poor kid man poor fucking kid well i got some I, i'll give you something a little i'm going to try to bring it back up again it's a roller coaster of emotion this episode so Woo-hoo! i don't know if you maybe saw this on the internet this was from a few weeks ago over while you were on your vacation while you were sunning on your, sunning, on your boat sunning and boating baby sunning and boating matt's first mixtape coming soon a street in thailand's lopuri witnessed an unusual gang war when two groups of monkeys came face to face in no time hundreds of monkeys filled the street near a traffic junction as they clashed with a rival group reportedly over food monkeys got gang fights in city streets now Have like i know they the do video of it i know i know Dog, they do that in the wild, wild but i didn't know they no. do it in our streets now like in the like imagine like dundas square or the, the square formerly known as dundas imagine like 300 monkeys like a couple hundred aside, just fucking like beefy, like flexing, like the guy at the Rams game, like literally just oh, like, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent going to look this up Bring after it. this is done. Bring I got to see this. I got to see this. You, you will. Please continue. You will. Okay. So the incident took place near a local Buddhist temple, which is a popular tourist destination. However, due to the re- recent restrictions in the wake of COVID-19 travel to the area was relatively hit severely, relatively hit severely. That doesn't make Thanks. any sense. Thanks you- brain. That was me. That was just me. That wasn't in the article. That was my brain reading things wrong. That's the kind of quality assurance you get on this podcast. But because of the restrictions, there have been almost no tourists in the region. Earlier, tourists typically feed the monkeys when they visit the temple. They kind of hang out around the area and tourists toss them some food. Now there's no people, which means Uh, that now there's no food. Okay. And now they're getting a little they're getting a little hangry. No wonder they're fighting the streets. The streets have become their environment now. Yeah. Like so the monkey groups were uncontrollable, apparently, when this happened and commuters, because it was a busy intersection, started honking their horns loudly at them, which apparently only made the situation much worse. (laughs) (laughs) Just like more noise. Like I'm already irritated. Fucking like, monkey. Imagine a gang fight. You're like, stop it. I need to get through to go to work. Beep, beep, beep. A bunch of monkeys like ready to eat each other, like cannibalize each other. Meep, meep, meep. Can you move? Meep, meep. Like, fucking lucky you didn't get eaten by the monkeys themselves. This is like monkey Grand Theft Auto. Like, yeah. Roaming the streets, beating each other up, just searching for food. Great video game idea, by the way. That is a great I think I'm video down. game idea. I would play that. Imagine like a Grand Theft Auto city like world, but you're not like a person like living like a Bitcoin bro and like driving Lamborghinis and doing donuts, and shooting people like you're like you're just a monkey in the city. And the, the object is to like fuck with people and like steal food and like. It's like the hybrid of GTA and that goose game. <laughs> yes, I like this. I like we this. need goose theft auto ASAP. Goose theft auto. I I would play the fuck out of that. There's definitely a mod where you can be a goose. Just running around, honk, 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 <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sorry. The thing about this monkey story that that I kept coming back to is like this is one of those like the world's falling apart things, right? That's like it sounds as, like, like it. as there stops being food in nature, like you know. Like during the pandemic, they had a bunch of that, right? Where like because streets were empty, like animals were just walking into towns. I mean, yeah, like, there's no, there's nobody here. It's usually people here. It's just there's nobody here. Go look at that garbage can. Go. They're not here. They're not home. Nobody's home. Nobody's home. Just, just look. It's like this is gonna start happening. Like you're gonna go to like the different place. You're gonna go to like uh, Venice, and because it's falling into the ocean, there's just gonna be like sharks. Like, oh shit. 
Absolutely. That'll eventually be underwater, right? So they'll definitely be overrun with fish and shit. Yo, that's going to be the next Atlantis, bro. The lost city of Venice. The place is just a myth, son. I don't believe you. Pizza? That never existed. <laughs> Dad, I was there. I don't care. Oh, man. I, I, I think that monkey gang wars in the middle of the streets let us know that there's probably something afoot that's <laughs> not good might it's be not something good happening no yeah no but i'm sure uh, we'll all be fine Nah, no big deal it all just comes down to who you vote for and when you vote this election season cast it for for the people you can trust your podcasting your canadian podcasting friends at fucking a this has been episode 46 of the fucking a podcast i am booger, booger mcfarland, McFarland. Also known as Dan. And I am Kirk Herb Street. He's Kirk Herb Street, also known as Matt. We want to thank you for joining us. Um, Rest in peace, OnlyFans. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Way to build up your business and then completely ditch ditch the back that you built it on. Yeah. What if we just decided to be bankrupt? Like, what if we what if we just stopped making money when listening to shareholders goes wrong? Like, would you like hey Jeff Bezos? What if we just stopped selling packages? Like what if we just decided instead, like, you know what? This whole bringing things to your door thing, it's a little fucking entitled. So we at Amazon are going to actually stop doing that and make you all start going to stores instead. So Amazon's not going to become nothing but brick and mortar stores. You're going to have to go and get things yourself, you lazy fucks. We just decided to stop delivering packages. Only fans, we just, just stop, stop having porn. What if we just didn't have naked women here anymore? Real life example. That's kind of like not funny, but Sears. Sears did that. Sears had the, the home catalog market cornered and the internet came out and they didn't take a, advantage of it and went out of business because of it. It's hilarious. Sears should have been the first Amazon. There's no someone, reason they shouldn't have been. Someone at a table somewhere like catalogs aren't going anywhere. Print media is the future. Yep. Fucking dummies. Could have had it all, Sears. Could have had it all. Now we have a bald Lex Luthor. But yes. anyway. Anyways, thank you for joining us. Uh, please come back again for episode 47, the AK-47 episode. Uh, tell a friend. Bring somebody. Bring somebody along. Don't just return to this podcast week after week alone. Share the love. Share the wealth. Share it with your friends. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the show. Smash Subs- that like button, bro. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah. You know, all that good stuff that people who put things on the internet want you to do. Do it for us. And uh, and we'd very much appreciate it. You can also email the podcast, uh, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Anything you got on your mind. Stories. Funny things you've read some sort of rebuttal to some horrible comment Matt said that I forgot to edit out. Uh, Whatever you got. I'll listen over. I'll make sure you don't leave anything in. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, fucking a podcast. F U C K I N E H P O D C A S T. Did I get it? Yeah. You spelled fucking a podcast. Yep. You got it. Yes. 46 weeks in a row. Apparently phonetic monster. We are. We are your phonetic monsters. Um, beat up your dad and uh, and uh, you know get yourself some Flanders sneakers or some Lego sneakers or some. Oh yeah, and shoot at your kid's soccer team. Yes. You know. Yeah. If you're a referee, don't take no shit. <laughs> you don't assert dominance. That's they'll never respect you. They'll never so, respect you. So just deny. Did and then this is what you got to do. You got to shoot at them and then deny it ever happened to your family. Just that's run away. Work. Literally run. shoot at people and then just run. Good. That's real life Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah, facts. Your gun goes Time off, you get one, you get one star, and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Run to the nearest car at the parking lot, drive off. What a good game. 
What all life is Grand Theft Auto, apparently. On that note, it's time to go play some dumb shit like that. Yeah. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon, my friend. Enjoy your uh, sh- enjoy your Thursdays, everybody. Oh, yeah. Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Music's coming in. Wink, wink. Nudge, time nudge. Adios. Time, time to go. Goose. Get out. Gustav Auto Five. Yeah. Packs in the mail, packs on the road. Connect FaceTime, said he just sent the last of my load. The shit on my neck that come from the packs that I sold. I never went platinum or gold. You still fuck with him and you know he a rat and he told. Love when a nigga talk stupid, cause that's when shots run it down and he clap at his pole. Trust me, that doesn't bode well for a nigga. It's gonna be victims. I'm a street nigga, boy, you know the difference. Hand around the throat of the rap game and I'm bold constricted. My soul is missing in the top spot. I got soul position. Man, this hoe is tripping. She think I wanna taste the pussy. I ain't tasting shit like a COVID symptom. I'm a soul yeah. I got no resistance with a cold for 45 gold edition, I'm a dope magician Niggas disappearing if I hear him dissing Killer engineering, killer nigga mixing in the six niggas still flipping Nixon Second strike, they finna Billy Clinton Red and white, he got the blues, turn him into food Everybody grip a biscuit, running lights inside the city limits I'm excited, Molly shouted, she the shit And we inside of something simple with suicidal Finish the sentence, door closed, chop the head off a chicken More is cold if I'm talking, I'm clicking Lights flicking, tell him hold your position Money motivated, mind on the mission Straps in the lap, in the pack, got a lock on the back Of the cap and the doze, I the match for the torch in the game for the real niggas only the fake it is exposed scraping the plate breaking the bowl making a shake taking it home i'm in the a with the case so come on if you crazy cold ass world going out guns blazing fuck what you niggas say going out guns blazing cold ass world niggas get done flagrant world gone mad even my son baby i'm in my bag nigga i'm done playing with you getting rich outside like a space in the 80s spot jumper like tracy mcgrady uh-huh. 10 chains on niggas face looking crazy i still get a paycheck from shady <laughs> yeah i got my reasons yeah my little niggas is demons, yeah. Uh, they pull up and shoot for no reason, yeah. I got my reason, yeah. I got my reason, nigga. I got my reason. I got my reason, yeah, I got my reason, yeah. 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 You so thirsty, you drinking poison, nigga. You ain't gangster. Stop kidding around, bring the toys in, nigga. Luda's your daddy. You should be happy I'm giving you playtime. But none of you rappers could see me, not even if I was to pick up on FaceTime. You wasting time hating on another nigga when you could be making money yourself, ho. Featherweights, I make them levitate. Get spanked with a heavyweight belt, ho. And the crowd goes wild. Creed 2, tell them throw in the towel. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Like Rick James, have a coke and a smile. Fuck your couch and your whole existence. You leaving your family and the kids defenseless. Headed to an early grave, now you dead and broke. Life beat them senseless, get it? Bow down to rap's dignitary. Cause Luda always been a visionary. I always knew you was a bitch. So I just read your obituary, nigga. Yeah, I got my reasons, yeah. My little niggas is demons, yeah. They pull up and shoot for no reason, yeah.